Well, good morning, good day, good evening. My name is Jill, and this is Jill's Journals Out Loud. And uh, I'm recording this. It's Tuesday morning, December, I think it's the 19th or the 20th, 2022. But we are slowly and, and quickly inching towards Christmas. I'm starting to see the holidays uh, creep into other people's content and material. And so I thought I would do a bit of the same. And normally what I talk about here is the nervous system. And I talk about being wired for danger. And I talk about what's going on out in the world. And the word that popped into my mind after I was reading somebody else's talking about their family is the word normal. And things have been not normal for me for so long, whatever normal is to you, that it's hard to remember what normal really is. And I think one of the things that I like best about holidays, and I'm not a holiday person, is it's one of the last few anchors to something that feels slightly normal. And I think there's just a lot of comfort in that. You know, while I've been out on this Haven's Up moving around, we're inside the truck recording this very early. Uh, One of the few things, you know, I've tried to do with especially the animals and myself is to create consistent routine so no matter what's going on outside the whatever I'm living in at the moment inside feels normal right we get up at the same time we do the same things Uh, and this morning I have broken the normal routine Uh, normally when I get up I try to make uh, the coffee I've been doing that out on the back truck uh, bed uh, tailgate Uh, And I thought, you know, I'm going to just talk to you first and then I will go out because I think I hear some wind and I haven't figured out how to make the wind not blow the burner out other than move it into the tent. But that's way too much detail. But I, you know, I try really hard to create some kind of systems because it keeps me calm and it keeps them calm. And there's just something about it that sets me, you know, for the day, especially when I can have my normal morning routine. But, you know, this year I'm headed back in a few days back to California. And, uh, you know, that was that was one of the things I think that I feel grateful about growing up. Uh, You know, I've met people who say, oh, we never celebrated birthdays and Uh, You know, we have all the people who have had various experiences, you know, as kids with holidays. And there was always, you know, drama and things that were upset. But there's just something that's anchoring about the routines of holidays and some holding on to normal. And you know, when I was young, I rebelled against, you know, the cultural aspects of holidays and, oh, don't box me in and, oh, blah, 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 right? Like we do when we're young. But as I get older and older, I start to see how valuable culture and traditions and, you know, things that we move forward in time with our ancestors, you know, and it's 
oftentimes, not always, oftentimes, you know, it's the women who pull these things forward from generation to generation. And, you know, there's a passing of the torch when people die. And, you know, in my family, it's completely fallen apart because nobody had any kids. So it will die because I don't do anything. You know, my mom still does, but I don't do anything. I don't think my brother really does much either. And so that whole normal, that whole anchoring, that whole history, those all those traditions, you know, that were passed down in one way or another through our family line, you know, will be laid to rest with me. Uh, and there's a sadness about that in that, you know, I just didn't want to. And now I, I can see the value in creating something that keeps some legacy of the past moving forward uh, because it's normal. There's something very powerful about normal. But we've moved, you know, into this cultural insanity where we want to be special. You know, average and normal are no longer good enough. It has to be big, better, louder, more fabulous, more perfect, more special, and not just normal. And, you know, there'll come a time for all of us where whatever was normal will be gone. And it's often, you know, when we lose something, someone, somewhere, some way of being in the world, that we appreciate what we had because that was our normal. And so, you know, that was just the word that popped into my head today or yesterday that I wanted to really focus on because especially as we move into this end of the year and, you know, there's a lot of tension about what's going to happen and there's a lot of tension about this winter for people and, uh, you know, what's going to 2023 and, you know, there's a lot of year-end reviews and there becomes a lot of predictions and the number one thing that's not being predicted <laughs> is that anything will be normal. And so I thought, you know, this is such an important moment because we just never know when it's going to be the last time that we see somebody or the last holiday that we'll get to experience uh, or the last of anything and how good it is to not wait until you lose something to just step back and appreciate what is simple and what is normal and what is consistent. Uh, you know, as I have continuously, sorry, she's making a lot of noise this morning. Uh, as I continuously kind of strip things away from my life and it gets simpler and complex at the same time, you know, it helps me appreciate more and more of the normal and the simple. Uh, you know, the, the taking of a shower, uh, you know, something that people do every single day, sometimes twice a day. Uh, you know, now I do once every couple of years, <laughs> do I have a normal shower? Uh, it's, you know, sometimes it's, you know, it's the coffee. Like if I go a stretch where I can't have hot water, it just becomes such a blessing to be able to have hot water. Uh, right now I'm excited about clean clothes because I have surpassed the dirty factor with the clothes. Uh, I didn't bother. I, I don't have very many and it's so dirty out here. You know, I just brought a few things. 
they're just encrusted with dirt and just something as simple as clean clothes, right? You know, you can do your little underwear and socks and stuff like that. But the other stuff is harder to wash by hand and uh, almost impossible, you know, to get really clean, especially, you know, out here without running water. And it's just these simple, tiny things of normal that, uh, you know, I just so strongly encourage you to hold on to because I really, really see them as anchors. Uh, and in many ways, it's anchors to our sanity and to our emotional stability that the more and more anchors, you know, that are pulled away, uh, you know, it's exciting, it's an adventure, it's fun, you know, uh, and that's more of a wired for danger person. You know, the other nervous systems do better with more anchors. But even when you're highly attuned for a lot of change, uh, you know, there's just something powerful about anchors of consistency, anchors that are some sense of normal. So I just wanted to plant that as a seed, as an idea, you know, ahead of the holiday season as we go here, because, you know, our family, like everybody's family, is changing. You know, normal left a long time ago, and it's something that I think is happening for a lot of people. And so it's it's really nice to be able to hold on to... Uh, what's left and appreciate it in a new way to appreciate it deeply uh, because this version you know of life is slipping away and it doesn't mean that there won't be good things and there doesn't mean that you know some of these changes I think will be for the better but there's still who we were is our normal and it's you know, letting go is always necessary at some point and with almost everything. But it gets tiring. Uh, I think, you know, one of the things I most consistently talked about with people who were older is this loss, right? The constant loss. Uh, and it's not just letting go, but the loss of family, the loss of self, you know, self, the loss of responsibilities, the loss of cap capacities and what you can and can't do, you know, on a normal loss uh uh, you know, turn of events, you know, normal life. A normal life has normal losses. Uh, you know, now it seems to be a lot more significant. But, you know, it's the last half of life, and especially as you wind down, is a lot of loss and a lot of letting go. And so, you know, we look back. Uh, I think about that cat in the cradle song, right, where he talks about he didn't have time for his son until it was too late, and then his son didn't have time for him. Uh, and, you know, whether we are, wherever we are on the scale of all of that, you know, in set in time, the holidays to me, you know, especially as we transition, you know, from one year to the next, is really a time to think and to reflect and to look. And, you know, this year, I think it has been... Uh, especially these last, obviously, <laughs> these last few weeks, uh, you know, just the loss of more and more what was normal. Uh, you know, my living in a trailer was normal. My living, you know, a, in quiet places was normal. 
uh, you know, where I am right now does not feel normal. Where I am right now feels just so sad. I don't know what's going on in everybody else's camp. But for me, the general energy of the whole place feels really sad. There just seems to be a sadness. I think, you know, I love the open space. You know, the desert in this format isn't beautiful in many ways because it's just, you know, some scraggly trees and a lot of rocks. And there's a starkness, you know, a desolateness to it. But it's it loses that because there's all these people in their little, you know, tiny structures of houses and trailers, you know, polka dotted across the plain here. And it just feels really sad. And I didn't expect that. You know, I didn't, I don't know what I expected, but I miss, you know, having the land be just the land, uh, and I think when people own their land, they have a different feeling about it. And, you know, I still think at the end of the day, you know, my core nature is to wander more than it is to dig in. Uh, but I think there's a difference in the old way of wandering than there is now. And the old way of wandering, it was uh, consistent. You you went, you know, if you were truly nomadic as a people, as a tribe, you went to the same places, you moved in this for the same reasons. Uh, you know, people who travel who are real wanderers, uh, they're few and far between who constantly need change. And that has more to do with something that drives within them or within us. And most people like to be anchored. And there's a lot of beautiful awesomeness about being anchored. And the only way I think those of us who like to wander can stay sane is because other people choose to be anchored. And so if, if most people didn't hold on to their normal, those of us who don't want to be normal wouldn't be able to get by. And I think that's something that a lot of people miss. When they talk about things like, oh, I just want to be free and I want to do what I want to do and I don't care about anyone or anything. And uh, and I think that's missing the boat. I think there's a sadness about that. Uh, and I think that uh, that's one of the things the holidays bring back is it, it's, it's a way to remember roots. It's a way to remember what's valuable. It's a, rem a way to remember what may or may not be important to you, but was important to someone and to people and to others that carried through time. And there's something very powerful. Ow! There's something very powerful about that. Oh, the white terror is alive. She hasn't had her little peanut butter bone this morning. That's her normal. We, uh, When I do coffee, I put peanut butter in a little bone for her, and then she eats that, and then she goes back to sleep. But I didn't do that yet, and so <laughs> she hasn't done the going back to sleep part. She's in the I'm awake and waiting part of the day. And, you know, I've really noticed that. Obviously, I didn't have children, but I know it's important for children. In the same way, it's important for animals is to have consistency, to have normal, to have some change and some variety. But there's great power in their routine. It just calms them down. And, 
it is, you know, it's hard when you didn't grow up with anything that was normal. You know, when you grew up and there was no anchor, there was no consistency. Uh, and oftentimes, you know, you get to marry or, or become part of a family that creates those systems for you, or you choose to create those new systems for yourself, because it doesn't have to be a certain way. There's no right way to any of this or all of this. But I just, like I said, I just had this word pop into my head yesterday, and it's just, what is normal? And and how far we are moving from normal, how crazy everything's getting out and around us, and how, you know, to be able to just come into my little tiny space and create a consistent way of being that feels normal is a really powerful thing. I mean, it really does kind of instantly calm my nervous system down and it calms her down. And it doesn't matter what's going on out and about because what we have inside is our normal. And how that holidays can offer that in many ways. There's just a sense of recognizing, uh, you know, Christmas ornaments or the way the foods that you eat or who comes over or, you know, the traditions that you have. And, you know, the normal, you know, it's fun when you're little and then you're resentful when you're a teen and then you're, I don't want to do this in your 20s. And then sort of a resettling, you know, in your 30s and by 40s, you know, hopefully you're appreciating the the history of your normal and finding some way to move it forward for those that follow, for those of you who have people who are following. Uh, and then, you know, just sort of making peace for those of us like me who don't have anyone moving forward with our normal. It will end. It has ended. So... It's one of those things that uh, it's not earth shattering. This isn't exciting. This isn't save the world. Uh, but I think it's really powerful. And, you know, I, I keep at some point, you know, I'm going to get to the journaling part of all of this. And, uh, you know, I do a journal once a year. I have a special journal where I, I write on December 31st. When I can find my journal, I think last year I couldn't find it for a couple of weeks. But I like to go back, you know, and look at what I wrote from the years before. And, you know, oftentimes I find, especially when I was younger, the normal, you know, was me complaining about the same things that didn't happen. You know, there was always a I wish and it didn't happen aspect to my normal. Uh, but it's changed over the years, and it's become much more of an appreciation for what happened in the last year. Uh, and then I, you know, like to include some of the bigger stuff just as a frame of reference. But, uh, you know, it's a good time to reflect. It's a good time to think about how you would like to move forward. What kind of normal do you want to hold on to? What's important? What's valuable in your normal? What can you acknowledge in your normal that really has deep meaning for you? You know, that's one of the reasons I have a dog is it keeps me normal, right? It keeps me going outside. It keeps me on a schedule. It keeps me, uh, you know, having food to eat because, you know, I usually feed them what I eat. And there's a lot of positives about the dog for me that help keep 
normalcy in my life and uh, create a structure and a system that feels normal to me, even if it doesn't to anybody else, and how I think there's just great power in that. And I think it's just undervalued as we have moved into a world of shock and uh, status and special and glittery and uh, trying to stand out, trying to be seen, trying to be heard, uh, trying to be different, trying to be unique, desperate, right, for some way to break out of what's normal because normal is seen as average and and um, no longer valued but most of society is meant to be normal you know civilization doesn't function if everybody doesn't have a fairly normal life you cannot live within chaos and as much as I you know talk about the storm and things like that it's the normal that keeps us sane it's the normal that allows you know us to move forward uh, I always have just such a deep appreciation of everybody who just keeps doing their job, right? Of just keeps moving forward, you know, as everything tries to get pulled apart on a regular basis right now. And how many people just keep showing up that haven't checked out, that haven't quit, that haven't given up, that are willing to keep their normal going, uh, and to me, that's a great act of love is to be able to stay within some degree of normal uh, just for your sanity, for the people around you, for the culture and the, the community around you. Uh, there's great power in our normal. And so I just wanted to offer that up as something to be appreciated. Uh, it's a really good journaling exercise and process is you know, I talk a lot about the purge and discharging all the crazy and the chaos in your head, but that just creates a vacuum and you have to fill it up with something. And so part of the journaling process is purging out all the the drama and the chaos and the clutter. And then that creates an empty space. And, you know, as they say, nature abhors a vacuum. And so it needs to be filled. And that's the time to do things like gratitude and appreciation. And when there's the empty space, it's very difficult to do, you know, when there's still a lot of anger or chaos. But when you can purge that, when you can release all those heavy push feelings uh, and there's an empty space, that is the moment when the appreciation and the love and the gratitude which is the real fuel for our heart. You know, we power through with our anger, our rage, and those kinds of things. But the true fuel is the love and the joy. And it has to have room, and there's only room for it when we can purge out all the big, powerful feelings, which we need, you know, when there's a crisis, but after the crisis, right, to, to let them go. Uh, and some... For some, not for everybody, because the holidays mean different things to different people, is that, you know, this is the time of year where once upon a time, right, everything kind of shut down and you just had time. I mean, there wasn't time in terms of now the pressure to to shop and to travel and to to prepare food. And so holidays have become wildly pressure filled. But once upon a time, you know, the ritual of celebration 
was and festivals was a rest time. It was a break from the normal, endless working of the day. And it was a time out. And it was a normal time out because it happened every year. And there was great joy around looking forward to it and uh, participating in it. And, you know, then it became commercialized and, you know, people traveled and went all kinds of places. And so uh, I think it changed. But for this season, I invite you to think about normal, what it was for you as a kid, what it means for you now, how much of, of what was normal. Have you moved forward? What have you let go of? What do you appreciate? And I hope you will find some normalcy in all of that. So deep breath, my friends, and I will see you next time.